Cruise Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. Control. Because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. And welcome to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Hello, everyone. It's Fred Staub and Les Jackson. We are glad you're along for the ride. A lot to get to this hour, Les Jackson. And oh, yeah. one of the biggest vehicles that people love to compare their vehicles to, the BMW 3 Series and Touring model. Bet you didn't know they still made a station wagon version of this. I didn't either. Uh, are reimagined, and they will uh, be uh, f- going to have hy- hybrids and other technology um, in mixed in with those vehicles. So that's pretty cool, right? It is cool. And uh, Cadillac has opened up the order books, uh, and they priced their new Lyric, their electric Lyric. And guess what? It's flooding them. With new customers, that's if every product manager we've ever talked to over the years has said that's the dream. Yeah, absolutely, that's the dream, and uh, yep. we're we're excited about that. And then uh, we're also going to talk about Ford. They have a plan to stop big markups by dealers where it's where it's twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollar markups. Uh, they have a plan to stop that, and uh, that's a good thing, isn't it? It is a good thing. I'm actually seeing some ads locally here in Washington from dealers saying we are selling at MSRP. That is great. That is great uh, to see. Hey, it's about time. And bad news, Hyundai, the Sonata uh, looks like it's going away. Another perfectly good sedan. Um, bye. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that. And uh, you're also going to have a review of the Ford Bronco, right? Which is... uh... Yes, the Black Diamond Edition of the Ford Bronco. What's in the Black Diamond Edition? I Well, it's it's blacked out uh, 17-inch wheels with 32-inch tires. Wow. Um, Lots of blacked out uh, trim around it. It's a serious off-road... Um, extravaganza. That's probably not yeah. the right word. But well, that's a good way to way, way to yeah, put it. We'll All that and it. more when we get rolling on this edition of Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine, and we'll have plenty more to get to too. Maybe some uh, talking tech and and a whole lot more. Yeah, a lot going on, mm-hmm. Les. Yep. Um, going to be interesting a lot there is a lot going on and it just keeps changing yeah it sure does and uh, we will keep you up to date um and uh also uh just to bring up to date on a lot of the technology also we're gonna have some best lists of uh, vehicles to check out so stay tuned to cruise control your on-air automotive magazine we will be right back after this Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Fred Staub. He is Les Jackson. And we're going to get started 
with this uh, story from BMW about the 3 Series. Of course, a very yep. important vehicle for them. Uh, the 3 Series sedan and 3 Series touring. Did you know, Les, that they still make a station wagon version of of the BMW 3 Series? I wasn't, I, I wasn't aware I did. they did. I, I thought they had ended that. I thought they also ended the version of the five series. Um, I love those station wagons. They're, you know, they're kind of everything you need. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, of course, the new sedan is going to be the big seller. And it is, uh, it is filled with a lot of technology. And what we found is they've uh, integrated 48-volt mild hybrid technology into the three series and that's a good thing i believe that comes in at the 340 level uh 340i level uh and then you can still get the naturally uh well it's turbocharged uh six cylinder straight six uh but there's a ton of technology uh in there and i think they've upped their game when it comes to what they include with the vehicles uh, because all of them include 18-inch double-spoke light alloy wheels, eight-speed transmission, moonroof, power front seats, open pour, uh, wood oak grain trim, ambient lighting, and and a whole lot more. Now, when you step up to that 340i model, uh, you get that 48-volt mild hybrid system. M Sport brakes with blue calipers, M Sport differential, variable sport steering, and the M Sport suspension. So that's a big step up. You're getting a lot more. Oh, and a rear spoiler, too. Well, I know that you insist on that. I insist on that. I that's insist right. On that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Big, this, of course, will be a big seller for, for BMW, and it was an important update. Uh, they have something that's kind of interesting, the Driving Assistance Professional Package. I like uh, what they've called that. Extended Traffic Jam Assist for Limited Access Highways. That means it will will steer and stop and make the car stop and go um, in traffic jams. Active Cruise Control with Stop and Go. Active Lane Keeping Assist with side collision, collision avoidance, traffic jam assist, evasion aid, and cross-traffic alert for the front. That That's, is, uh, they're anticipating a lot of traffic. Now, uh, do, you, do you think they have the, uh, didn't you have one BMW lately with the seat delete package? Yes, uh, Power that seat. was the 440i, and this coming week I'm getting the the M3 competition model. That, that will um, have a nice ride. Yeah. In fact, they describe the ride as firm. Firm. Uh, which translates to bone shaking. Um, <laughs> bone shaking. Yeah. I can hardly wait to uh, take the aspirin and, <laughs> and look for a new pavement to ride on so it'd be smooth now that's the um, m sport package you said it's 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 kind of poorly defined the way it's described uh in the paperwork that you know comes when they're going to send you a vehicle uh it just it just 
calls it the M3 competition. Okay, M3 competition. Okay, yeah. I'm looking at an M sport package. I'm sure it's based on the sport package. Um, I'm I'm almost afraid to see it. <laughs> All right. Well, the M sport uh, package on the new 330i and 330e will be 19-inch light alloy bicolor uh, wheels, yep. variable sport steering, uh, choice of aluminum rhombusy anthracite trim, and the open pour green oak wood. Um, you get the M Sport suspension or adaptive M suspension, aerodynamic kit, and M steering wheel. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Then you, there's another unique package here, too. You can get the cooling and high-performance tire package, which would be the 19-inch light alloy bicolor double-spoke wheels, style 792M on performance. I'm sure I'll be getting that. Non-run-flat tires, M technology package. Uh, there's just a ton and ton of options So we will talk about more of those when we come back on Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Fred Staub. He is Les Jackson. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. We will be right back. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control. Your on-air automotive magazine, if you were listening earlier, you heard us talk about the uh, new um, BMW 3 models. Great, great model. Um, And speaking of great, and speaking of pretty high-end, Cadillac Lyric, which is their new electric uh, Cadillac, is uh, about just about this close to uh, (laughs) delivering. Yeah, I, I don't know what that actually means in time, uh, but they're close. Um, and uh, the pricing starts at $62,990. Now, Fred, I think you agree with me that nobody's going to buy one for that price. No, unfortunately, uh, I, I think there will probably be big markups on it. Um, well, plus uh, all of the all the packages that people will want. Yeah. That's for the um, um, two-wheel drive version with a range of 312 miles. The which all, is good. Which is good. Yeah, the all-wheel drive version will start at um, 64990 and uh, right. that it's typically a rear-wheel drive vehicle that will add power to the front wheels. And, um, and actually, that's pretty cheap. Uh, Upgrade, you know, upsell, but, yeah, for a whole second electric motor. Well, I think uh, I think the marketing idea there is they want people to all go for the all-wheel drive, you know. Yeah. And yeah. let's face it, where we are um, up north, you don't really buy an SUV without all-wheel drive, um, but other parts True. of the country do. Um, Texas being one of the big areas, Florida. Um, yeah, if Arizona. you're in 
if you're in the, the deep south, um, you're probably wasting your money to get an all-wheel drive unless you tow a boat. Tow a boat you know, or you go you, off-roading, but you're not going to go yeah. off-roading in this <laughs> lyric. That would be dumb. <laughs> I, 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 you know, hey, Dad, can I borrow the lyric and go off-roading with my buddies this weekend? Sure. Oh, sure, son. Uh, you know, it, but it pays to get all-wheel drive anyway for handling, too, you know? and Oh, yeah. And yeah. the all-wheel drive model will let you tow up to 3,500 pounds. That's actually pretty impressive for something that's, even though it's an SUV, it's really kind of a car. Yeah. Yeah, it is more of a, a CUV. And it's interesting because a lot of these vehicles we're seeing coming out, we're going to look at one from uh, Genesis a little bit later on. They certainly have that same look of a small hatchback CUV. Yeah. All yeah. electric, lots of style, lots of interior style and technology. And uh, you're going to see a lot more of these vehicles, even even like the EV6 from Kia, which is uh, a lot less expensive. It has that kind of form factor to it. And uh, I, think, I think that's just going to become the look of vehicles right now for the next couple of years. And what's interesting to me is apparently Americans don't like hatchbacks, but they're certainly going to build a lot of them, aren't they? They are. And um, we're the only society that doesn't seem to like hatchbacks. Um, I don't understand that because they're so practical. Uh, what's the problem? They don't look like a hatchback from the 70s. No. Um, maybe it's just kind of one of those words that, like station People, wagon? Yeah. <laughs> like station wagon. Like station wagon. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 the problem. I don't know. But here's the big takeaway story here on this. 70% of the people buying Cadillac lyrics or ordering them at this point are brand new to the Cadillac brand. They've never bought that's... a Cadillac before. And this is interesting. I told you that story about a guy that never bought a Ford but he bought a Mach-E, and right. this is really bringing people in. It's interesting that that this is doing that, and maybe you know it's kind of a resurgence for domestic manufacturers when it comes to this. They're just liking what they're doing. Um, are people rethinking their buying choices, or perhaps are these vehicles available for under a hundred thousand? But Something like an Audi e-tron, when you add everything in, is over a hundred thousand. What do you think? It's it's well over. Plus, people that are buying this kind of vehicle, electric, and um, you know, they're they're looking at everything that's out because they don't really, they're not familiar with them, and they go to the Cadillac dealer or the Ford dealer, and they get in it, and they they've never had this brand, and they just look say, you know, these people really know what they're doing. Right. Um, I'm interested in this. And then they drive it and they either love it or they go on. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I, I think yeah. they've they've both done a good job here. Obviously, I've, we've both driven the Mach-E. I've not driven the Lyric yet. I don't think you have either. I wonder. Oh, we'll never know. But I wonder what percentage of that 70 percent of of. Uh, buyers owners of competition uh, are owners of teslas oh that's interesting yes they're discovering that a manufacturer can make something that uh, <laughs> where the yeah. doors work 
the the windows work? The I trim know. doesn't cheap, fall off. Cheap shot. That was a cheap shot, though. But yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I also think. Look, I think these vehicles have a lot more style as well. Yeah. Oh, I fully agree. Yeah, I, I I think. Now, not, nothing against people that own Teslas. They have a great drivetrain and that. I just don't. I just don't like the styling. I don't like the interior. It's too I don't plain. Uh, um, I, I just I don't care for it. Um, I think we've both met uh, their stylist, Hans von Holzhausen, um, France, and and he's he's styled better things in the past. Mm. So yeah, um, yeah, that's the way it is. Yeah. Well, the Cadillac Lyric, I think, will be a hit for them. Uh, it will so. um, offer at-home level two AC charge rates of up to 19.2 kilowatts, which can add 52 miles of charge per hour, which is pretty good. That's pretty decent. Yeah, I'm That's... I'm charging a, a Mach E at the moment in my driveway with a regular 120. With a regular yeah 20 amp, you know 120 and. I think it's charging at about eight miles per hour. Eight miles per hour. Yeah. Of range. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds funny. Eight miles per hour. <laughs> yes. Uh, Adding miles. Uh, it's pretty modest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they also um, have a program that's pretty good. The Lyric uh, customers will receive the option of either two years of unlimited public charging from EVgo nice. or a credit of up to $1,500 towards home charger installation. Um, and uh, that they can receive that towards adding a 240-volt circuit and plug or actually getting the charger installed. So it's it's good to see manufacturers taking that into account and uh, and you know thinking about that all the way through and the free charging it's like hey that's great that's like getting free gas right well it is uh, and it's working out to these days uh charging at about uh the equivalent of buying a gallon of gas in terms of the miles you get from the electricity, buying a gallon of gas for around a dollar 65. <laughs> right. Which you can't buy a dollar. Which, which you can't buy. Did you hear gas. that story that some gas stations are reprogramming their pumps so they can sell $10 a gallon gas yeah. if, if it becomes necessary. Yeah. Which it may. Um, wow. You know, that, that, that can be an expensive proposition nationwide. Yeah. Yeah, some aren't even putting the prices up anymore, which I believe is a violation, but they just don't bother because it it's changes. It's like so. buying lobsters. <laughs> yeah, market rate. Market market rate. Yeah, market oh, rate. Good. Exactly. Hey, when we come back, we got plenty more to go. We're just getting started here on Cruise Control. We're going to uh, tell you about how Ford's got a new program to prevent dealers from doing those massive markups. Hyundai Sonata Sadness and Les Jackson will put on his off-roading boots and head out in the Ford Bronco. You got it. <laughs> it's coming up on Cruise Control. We are live every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. Cruise Control. 
Welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Fred Staub, and also here is Les Jackson, as he always is. Something we've been talking about, Les Jackson. Oh, boy, have we. Big markups for vehicles. I mean, big markups, like 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100,000, maybe more. Especially when it comes yeah. to vehicles like this, the uh, Ford F-150 Lightning. Uh, dealers have been marking them up. Uh, one uh, dealer, Ford of Thousand Oaks, perfectly named for this, what I'm about <laughs> to tell you, has listed yeah. one for $145,309. <laughs> and now they've changed that to call for price. Because they got a lot of attention yep, from Twitter and other places. Uh, and that is, that is really out of, out of the park, isn't it? That's, um, by the way, that's about a $40,000 markup on the truck. It, what it is, is legal extortion. Yeah. Well, Ford's kind of sick of this. They really are, yeah. and uh, what they're going to do is they have a new way to stop this, and uh, it it brings up an interesting uh, term I've never heard in the automotive industry, but uh, what they're doing is they're doing something called name matching. So it's a name match policy. In other words, if someone orders a car, if you go in Les Jackson and order a car, Ford knows your name and it knows it's only going to you. Okay. You're not so, you're not ordering uh, uh you know all the salespeople aren't ordering cars just so they can put them on the lot and mark them up. They are making a strict name match policy across the board. This was sent out to dealers per a dealer bulletin this week. And um they are uh Basically saying that if you if you uh, order a vehicle, it has to go to the person that ordered it. And the, the new policy says that 75% of the cars ordered by dealers must be name-matched to the customer. Previously, the policy said the number had to be 70% of cars ordered. Ford is now closing the loophole, so basically they can't just stock up on these cars and then mark them up. Well, this is good. And, and there are, uh, we, of course, have a mutual friend who saw this occur, except to his benefit, uh, with a <laughs> Maverick, which yeah, talked he ordered about. one with his name, which he did, the dealer and he delivered it, it and did the right thing. MSRP. Right. <laughs> and he sold it for a very handsome profit. Yeah. Um, couldn't resist. Yeah. But anyway... Um, I, I'm seeing it now. Uh, several Ford dealers locally are advertising MSRP. Uh, my next door neighbor just uh, got a brand new yesterday, got a brand new Subaru um, Outback. You don't see many Outbacks on the road. Um, and he got it for MSRP at the local dealership. Um, no, no dealing. No, he can't. couldn't make any deal, I'm sure. Right. No, no, of course not. Um, so you, it's beginning now to 
to to filter through that you know okay the the free ride more than free for the dealers is coming to an end yeah i mean people should when they're presented with this say i'm not going to do that i think that's too much and guess what i'm going to post it on the web so everyone knows and uh, who knows maybe i'll even call the regional uh, office (laughs) i'm sure the regional office knows but you know, but the the, the the manufacturers are are telling dealers this is going to affect your allocations. Yeah, yeah. The other thing is too, um, one way around this is, I think in previous years we've gone from people ordering a vehicle and waiting. Well, nowadays you might wait eight nine months, but yeah, in the old days it was what two or three months, and they were built it, and it was exciting. Yeah. I, I remember. As a kid, uh, we ordered the car, and then it's like, hey, they're they're probably building it now. You know, it was long before you could track it and and uh, get emails as, uh, oh yeah, we're you, it's in paint right now. Um, but it was fun. But then you got exactly what you wanted. You went through the brochure. Yep, I want that. And nope, I don't want that. So. I think we might see a return to that as people try to fight the, these unfair markups, right? I I agree, and you know, it until recently, um, the industry had reversed itself. Um, you know, like ninety percent of the people buying new vehicles uh, didn't order them; <clears throat> they bought them right off the lot. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, uh, it's much better to order. Yeah, and that, that was a big business where, you know, oh, I'll find you one, and they dealers would swap right. vehicles, and and that maybe that's gone, maybe that's gone, and could be. Uh, w- reference to Subaru, their uh, CEO said, you know, while it's legal, it is not something a Subaru dealer should be doing, uh, and they uh, he he kind of chastised them. He didn't do anything like Ford, where they went ahead and uh, you know actually uh made a policy but he did say we don't think that's the right thing for a Subaru dealer to be doing did that stop them from doing it i don't know i don't know how many Subaru well, i i kind of feel Subaru dealers probably don't do it yeah yeah it stopped this one um now my neighbors only had uh, a choice of three different outbacks to buy right <laughs> because they don't have many yeah uh, but Still, yeah. Could they it. order one if they wanted to, or were were they not? Well, they didn't want to order. They just wanted to get rid of their Acura that was leaking oil and <laughs> and making an interesting sound. <laughs> making an interesting sound. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, I think it's it's a good deal for Ford, and I hope other manufacturers follow suit. Don't pay over MSRP, and really. Don't. Dealers should say, realize people, a lot of people don't like the whole dealer procedure. They want to get in, get out. They don't want to sit there all day and be worked on. Just, you know, say, hey, can I take that blue one? And and I see it says that on the sticker. They say, yep. And and, uh, what do you want it for? uh, uh, You know, some, some are not selling vehicles if you don't finance them through the dealership. I don't know how legal yeah. that is. It's not legal. If something's um, for sale and I go in and I say, that's fine. I'll pay that. I'm ready to go. 
here's my here's my money you pretty much have to sell them it right uh, yeah you're, you're violating federal law if you if you don't it's yeah. discrimination yeah interesting stuff interesting times uh this is kind of a sad story because this is a great vehicle by the way the hybrid version gets almost 50 miles to the gallon of this vehicle and it looks like According to one report, a South Korean publication suggests that Hyundai may drop the Sonata. The Sonata has been around for 37 years and seven generations. And the Sonata and Sonata Hybrid are really, really good cars. Uh, Boy. They're thinking that they have not, since they have not started the new generation, which they would have started in 2019, uh, this is a publication called the chosen ilbo but they said i, I they, read it all the time i read that's one of my that's one of my top reads yep. um they said that hyundai has not started that generation of the vehicle and they should have started it by 2019 and mm -hmm. they're saying uh, it may be gone <sighs> well you know uh, let's face it um how many how many are you seeing on the road um, well, you know, it's, I'm in a different area where they only buy one or two brands, but they do buy They well, they, I don't know. I'm, I'm not seeing a lot of them, but I tell you what, the hybrid version of it right now, if you could drive around in a nice sedan that got 50 miles to the gallon oh, is I, not I bad at it, all. I would take it in a minute. Yeah. So it is sad for us to see that. And. It's sad because there's no real reason to do it. You could certainly make electric sedans, but yeah, it. I but, as I said before, a lot of vehicles are going to look like those small hatchback CUVs, low roof line CUVs, but high seating, high seating, yeah. um, which I guess means you don't have a lot of headroom. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but. And and there have been lots of those. They're all kind of look the same, you know, because of the same form factor. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Let Let's see what happens here, though. Who Who knows? Uh, maybe this is just maybe it was something they had to do because of cost, because of COVID. Who knows? But we'll 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 see if there is a future generation of Sonata. But I tell you what, if you're looking for a 50 mile per gallon vehicle, the Sunda, uh, Hyundai Sonata Hybrid is pretty neat. Hey, when we come back, Les Jackson, get ready because you are going off-roading in the Ford Bronco. There you are. Off-roading. Wow. Yeah, that's there I am amazing. right now. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. All right. We'll be right back with Cruise Control. Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control. Hey, this is that time of the hour when we do an at-the-wheel review, and I have been in the Bronco. I mean, the <laughs> Bronco, the two-door, big off-road, that guy, if you're looking at a video. Um, this is a serious machine. Um, it's, of course, pays homage to the Broncos of the 70s. It's not like them at all. It's obviously modern. Um, mine is the Black Diamond edition. 
which uh, is pretty impressive looking. It's actually uh, fixed, uh, fixed. It's painted uh, in, in, um, <clears throat> well, they call it a, a uh, what is that color? It's a gray anthracite. No, no, cactus gray. I, I didn't cactus even know gray. cactuses were gray. I thought they were green. But yeah, I thought they're green too. Yeah, cactus gray. Uh, that's weird. In, inside, uh, black, uh, gray vinyl seats. They're really high quality. Okay. Uh, and bolstered. You, you you gotta you gotta be bolstered if you're in an off road Bronco. Uh, why? Because this thing has 17 inch uh, wheels, uh, alloy wheels with 32 inch tires. Wow knobby big old off-road tires we got about yay much suspension travel wow uh it's it's like a ford raptor wow and you can uh, get yeah. a raptor edition of it too i guess if, yes you can. if you, <laughs> you really can. want this, to spend money <laughs> if if you if you wish to spend money now uh with this uh edition uh, and these are all options you have to buy uh there's a cargo area protector 120 dollars. there's a towing capacity uh which is just towing kit uh six hundred dollars sound deadening headliner for the for the hard top that you can remove uh honestly it doesn't deaden the sound very much <laughs> okay uh, but be, mainly because the tires make a lot of noise on the road. There's a lot of big tread and they capture you know, a lot of air. It's I actually measured it. It's 87 decibels riding down a smooth highway. Wow. Uh, that's up there. That's a lawnmower running next to you. <laughs> that's, um, that's exciting. Yes. Keyless uh, entry, of course. And uh, roof rail with crossover rack. You got to have that. Right. Uh, even if you're staying on road, because you're going to carry the kayak and the kayak. Yes. The symbol of active <laughs> lifestyle. That's right. Which, of course, I am the symbol. You are that, the active lifestyle, know. Les Jackson. Yes. Yeah. So um, getting into it is a bit of a step up. There is no step. Because you'd rip it off if you're doing severe. Yeah. So approach. at the end of the dash uh, are really two very nicely shaped kind of dog legs. And those are pull handles so that you can grab with your left hand as the driver and pull yourself up to get to the seats. Needless to say, my passengers complained. Uh, <laughs> about, Did you about need having, to use the step stool? Well, yeah, but, you know, you have to have a step stool outside and <laughs> sure. Uh, so it's a it's a not terribly practical, but kind of cool. Um, I felt, as you might expect, compelled to go off road. Uh huh. <laughs> so that meant, of course, uh, Home Depot. <laughs> That's and, off road. <laughs> and because <laughs> I had to go down. And buy uh, th some basil plants for planting in our herb pot. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I came out of the store, there were three people milling around it. <laughs> um, and, oh, is this yours? I said, well, it's mine to test. It's mine for the it. week. Yeah. Yeah. 
um, well, well, you know, how much is it? And I, and I offered to let him sit inside. Mm -hmm. Um, and of course I'm going out, uh, (laughs) with this thing, uh, to, to, I got three little basil pots, you know, know, not very, not very he-man off-roadish, but, uh, the, the, the rear tailgate opens up and you, a lot, pretty, a lot of room mm-hmm. uh, in there to throw stuff. Mm-hmm. It's all, you can wash it all out uh, with a hose. Um, so it's, it's designed to get dirty. What, what are those things on the front fenders? I never understood those the little, they those, almost... those are pull uh, hooks for, but not not on the front bumper, not rescue hooks, but on the front fender, there are those two little, yeah, tie down hooks. Yeah. Oh, that's they the call t- them fender tie down hooks. That's for the kayak. Oh, for your kayak. I got gotcha. you. I see. <laughs> you you. see, you're you're not a kayaker. Uh, I guess I'm the active lifestyle. Um, yeah. Which um, I've never been in a kayak myself, but I I actually have been in a kayak several times. Have you? Yeah, on lakes and on the Hudson River. So wow. I might, uh, I might be an active lifestyler and I don't know you, about it. You could be. Yeah. You could be. And, and of course, it has it has <laughs> toe hooks. Um, and um, split fold seat. It has a six-way manual seats. Okay. Six-way. Six-way. Uh, you know, you can jack it up. You can. Are those, anyway. Are those the zero gravity seats? Like uh, Nissan puts in that supposedly keep your spine in the right orientation. They're, they're very supportive. Hey, you, know, you took, it, it is, it you is tried what to it take is. take the doors off of this, right? Uh, I couldn't take the doors off. First of all, it's an operation. You have to unplug the, the electric um, system mm-hmm. on the doors. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a special tool to remove the pins out of the hinges and the doors weigh close to 70 pounds. And they're up high too. And they're up, they're up about chest height. Mm -hmm. So I said, I'll just, I'll just take their word that you can take the doors off. Besides that, I, I like you, I, I don't feel at all comfortable driving something without the doors on it. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't, even though you're belted in, it just doesn't feel safe. It doesn't feel safe. No, I agree. Uh, yeah. I think, uh, but a lot of people like that. I mean, Jeep well, doesn't. Well, I see, I see Jeeps all the time. With Keep in mind, like, uh, those doors around. have a side door beam in them. They have electric motors for the window. Yep. They have uh, all kinds of stuff in there. Uh, it's yeah. not, it's not a light thing to, to throw around you know it's 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 definitely not you know something that you would easily take off i think you'd need some kind no. of lift or something for it well yeah where do you put the door you'd have um, to hang it from the ceiling and have like something yeah. to jack it up and then slide it over on a on it's, a rail it's just um uh, i think the people that do that probably make a little fitting or a rack yeah probably buy one yeah uh, but anyway, uh, it comes standard with a nice stereo system, auto start, stop, um, obviously all the safety systems. Did it have navigation? Uh, because that was one thing they were taking out of it. For- it does not have navigation. Okay. Um, which, you know, okay. 
What is this going to set me back? Well, this is the surprise. Uh, base price, 36845 That's not bad. Surprising. And uh, with all the options and destination delivery, 1500 bucks. Wow. Uh, delivery. Uh, so the MSRP is $40,025, which honestly, I, I was going to guess that it was about 60 mm-hmm. If you can get uh, it for that. It's if you can get it, it's well put together, but boy, is it noisy on the road. Drives smooth. But noisy. But it's quite a machine. Does it get it's, any fuel economy? I got about 19. There's no, There was no stated fuel economy. Uh, right. I got about 19. I think 20 is about what you can expect. All right. Well, we appreciate you listening to Cruise Control. That is a great at the wheel of the Ford Bronco. Time for me to say I'm Fred Staub. I'm Les Jackson. We're going to see you down the road. Bye. Cruise Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information.